بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الحمد لله Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has allowed us to reach this blessed month of Ramadan as well as reach the end of it. My brothers and sisters, we have a few days left of this blessed month of Ramadan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to be from those that really take advantage of these last remaining nights and last remaining days. My brothers and sisters, in this time, we should be looking forward to what we want outside of Ramadan. We have spent this entire month getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, realizing things about ourselves that we might have not expected to be things that we would be able to do. We could have looked at ourselves and said, how would I be able to pray every single night of Ramadan? How would I be able to fast even those 30 days? I know that sometimes fasting and praying during the night and taking advantage of the month of Ramadan really comes with struggles. But my brothers and sisters, you are given a glimpse into how you can be the perfect servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during the day and worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during the night. My brothers and sisters, this should not be the end of all of the endeavors that you have gone through, all of the struggles that you have made, all of the sacrifices that you have made in this blessed month of Ramadan. They should not end when that last night of Ramadan comes and we pray that last taraweeh and we read that last chapter of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we fast that last day. But this month should have been a pedestal for us to launch us into what we could be after the month of Ramadan. My brothers and sisters, we have to be people that are steadfast. You know, once a companion of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he asked him, give me an advice that afterwards no one is going to ask you nor anyone else has asked you before. Someone that tell me a statement in which I don't need anything more, that this is sufficient for me. What did the Prophet wasallam say? He said, قُلْ آمَنْتُ بِاللَّهِ ثُمَّ استقم. Say that you believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then remain steadfast. Because the statement that you have made of I believe in Allah, they're going to come with sacrifices. What sacrifices have we already made in the month of Ramadan? We sacrificed our nights for Qiyamul Layl. We sacrificed our day for fasting. We sacrificed the desire that we have for eating, the desire that we have for drinking, the desire that we have to be being with our spouses, the desire that we have to enjoy the dunya. We stopped all of those for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now my brothers and sisters, Ramadan was able to make us do those things. We were able to give up all of those things. But my brothers and sisters, our Iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should make sure that throughout the year we're able to sacrifice these things. That by saying that we believe in Allah, that we have taken advantage of the month of Ramadan, that fasting should become something that we continue outside of the month of Ramadan. That reading the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it needs to be something that we continue after the blessed month of Ramadan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He tells us the blessings that the people of istiqamah, that the people of steadfastness, are going to have. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, Those that say our Lord is Allah, and they're steadfast. That what is going to happen to them? Two beautiful things, and then the greatest thing after. My brothers and sisters, the scariest time of our lives are going to be when our souls are going to be taken away. Imagine in that moment, the angels are going to come to you and they're going to tell you, Allah takhafu, do not fear where you're headed. Do not fear what is happening to you right now. Wala tahzanu, and do not feel any sorrow, do not feel any type of sadness. Why? 
Because these two blessings that you're being given, that you're not going to have sadness, nor are you going to have any fear when your soul is being taken out, why should you not have these? You're being given the glad tidings of Jannah. You're being given the glad tidings of why you sacrificed this entire month. Why did you make your body suffer to stand during the night? Why did you make it suffer in not eating and drinking throughout the day? It is so that you can attain the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you can attain the Jannah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So in that moment that you had istiqamah, that you sacrificed all of these things for, it is the real day that you're going to recognize it is when you're being told, you're being given the glad tidings of Jannah. The one that you were promised before, the one that we were told if we do so and so, if we behave in this way, that we are going to attain it. My brothers and sisters, we are the best versions of ourselves in the blessed month of Ramadan. But it should not be that this is the only month in which these characteristics come out. You have spent an entire month sacrificing putting down your desires for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now you need to make sure that you are able to continue it throughout the year so that you become from the people that your ibad is not only restricted to the month of Ramadan. So my brothers and sisters, how can we become these type of people? The people that are steadfast upon the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? All we have to do, you have seen yourself in these past couple 20 days, 27 days, 28 days, whatever amount of days, you've seen how you have behaved. My brothers and sisters, that should be your life. You know the greatest thing for a fasting person? It is the moment that he breaks his fast. These are moments that bring joy to him. The Prophet ﷺ, he informs us, he says, That for the fasting person, there are two moments of joy, two moments of happiness. That the first happiness that comes to him, that moment of joy that comes to him, it is when he breaks his fast when he's completed that day or that month of fasting and he's completely done, that he's going to feel happiness at that moment. Then he's also going to feel that second part of the happiness when he meets Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My brothers and sisters, we are nearing the end of this blessed month of Ramadan and we are going to experience such joy, such happiness at completing the entire month, the month of Rahmah, the month of Quran, the month of Qiyamul Layl and so on, that we were able to do these things. But my brothers and sisters, do you know how happy you are on the day of Eid? How happy that day is that you've completed this entire month? If we live our lives like that, if we live our lives like Ramadan, the day that we return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are going to be people that are happy. It is going to be like our Eid because we were steadfast. We were not only a people that worshipped Allah in Ramadan, but we worshipped Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala outside of it. We were not a people that only prayed Qiyamul Layl during the month of Ramadan, that only recited the Quran in the month of Ramadan, that only fasted in the month of Ramadan but our entire lives we've been fasting so what are some things that are going to help you continue what you have built in these past couple of days or in these past couple of weeks my brothers and sisters the first thing that you have to ensure that you do from today on it is that you complete the six days of Shawwal that are going to be here soon that you fast in the entire month you have 30 days to complete six days of fasting because the Prophet وسلم, he informs us that whoever fasts the month of Ramadan and he completes it and then he follows it up with six days of fasting of Shawwal, it is as if he has fasted the entire year. So my brothers and sisters, we have to keep this fasting that we are doing. We have to continue it outside of the month of Ramadan. And then after that, you have to make a schedule for yourself and you have a few choices. 
fasting needs to become something that we do on a regular basis. And we know from the hadith of Abdullah ibn Amr ibn al-As radiallahu anhu, there are levels to the ways in which a person can fast. He came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he tells him that I can fast the entire month of, like I can fast every single day and I can pray qiyam every single night. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam told him, pray some portions of the night and also sleep some portions of the night. Fast some portions of the days, meaning throughout the month, fast some days. And then if not, fast every other day and so on. But there should be days in which you take a break and you're not fasting. So my brothers and sisters, the Prophet ﷺ goes on to explain the different levels to the point where he says the greatest fasting is the fasting of Dawood where he fasts one day and he takes a break the next day and then he continues to fast like this one day on, one day off. If you are unable to do this, we should strive to be amongst these people. But if we are not able to fast like Dawood then we should be a people that are fasting every two days. Or we fast one day, we take a break for two days. Or we fast one day, we take a break for three days. So we continue this continuously. Or let's say we are not able to do those things. Then you do what the Prophet ﷺ used to do. And you would fast every Monday and Thursday. These were the days in which the Prophet ﷺ used to fast. Mondays and Thursdays. We know the reason why he fasted the day of Monday. This was the day that he was born. The day that Allah ﷻ gave him the wahi. The day that he made hijrah. And the day that he passes away. This is a day that Allah chose him. And he chose for him, so the Prophet ﷺ would fast on that day. And it is a sunnah for us to follow the Prophet ﷺ. And then you have the day of Thursday. The Prophet ﷺ, he says that our deeds are taken up to Allah on this day. And he wants to be in the state of fasting while the deeds are being taken up to him. So what you can do, my brothers and sisters, you spent 30 days of continuous fasting. Now all I'm asking you to do, instead of doing 30 days of fasting in, the month, in one month, just do 8 days. Two days out of the week, Mondays and Thursdays. And if you do this, you are only fasting eight days the entire month. Out of 30 days, instead of 30, all you're doing is eight days. Let's say you're not even able to do that. So then my brothers and sisters, what you should be doing, you should be fasting in the entire month, fast three days. The best three days are the three white days, the 13th, the 14th, and the 15th of the Islamic calendar. These are known as Ayyam al the white nights. Fast these days, my brothers and sisters, you know, these days of the 13th, the 14th, and the 15th, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will calculate it as if you fasted the entire month. Now, my brothers and sisters, that's concerning the fasting, but there are other habits that you've built in this blessed month of Ramadan. You want to continue those outside of the month of Ramadan. You know an acceptance of deeds that you do is that it leads you to doing more good deeds. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, هَلْ جَزَاءُ الْإِحْسَانِ إِلَّا الْإِحْسَانِ Is there a reward for goodness? Accept more goodness. Meaning that whenever you do good deeds, Allah is going to guide you to more good deeds if those good deeds are accepted. So if you want your fasting in the month of Ramadan, the ibadahs, the worship that you've done in the month of Ramadan to be accepted, continue those actions that you were doing outside of it. How much of the Quran were you reading in the month of Ramadan? You should not be from the people that the 30th day comes, we fast. And that night, Maghrib time comes, we close the Mus'haf, we close the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we do not return to it until the next Ramadan. We should not be a people like this. Every day there should be portions of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we are reciting. As we've said, the people of the Quran are the chosen people of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those that are special to him, the closest to him. So pick a portion of the Quran and continue to recite it every single day, my brothers and sisters, on top of this. 
Do not leave off the Qiyam al-Layl that you've prayed for 30 days. The Taraweeh that you are able to stand and pray in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, continue it outside of the month of Ramadan. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he tells us, أَفْضَلُ الصَّلَاةِ بَعْدَ الْفَرِيضَةِ Qiyam al-Layl That the most virtuous prayer after the five daily prayers, it is Qiyam al-Layl. So my brothers and sisters, let us be people that continue to add this prayer into our lives and we built this habit of continuously praying. Now my brothers and sisters, these three things, if we manage to do them outside of Ramadan and we continue until the last days of our lives, truly we are going to go and meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as if the day that we are meeting Him is the day of Eid. A day that we are finishing the ibadahs that we have been doing and there's nothing for us except Accept that Jannah that we were promised. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us the people that are steadfast. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us for our shortcomings. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept all of our efforts. Jazakumullah khairan for tuning in. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you a blessed Eid. Eidukum Mubarak. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fill it with joy and happiness and the acceptance of your deed. Sallallahu wa sallam ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.